0: Today's uh, midweek connection. Um, um, I talked about the revelation that the Lord had given us during the Pennsylvania Prayer Network Summit over the weekend, which is the, the Kingdom of God parable of the that said that the Kingdom of God is like treasure found in a field, and that a man found and for joy he hides it, then goes and sells and sells all to buy the field. And so I shared, uh, Carol and I shared at the, um, at the summit that the Kingdom of God principle of that was that the man did not have the right to the treasure uh, because the, uh, I mean, he, had, he had to buy it. Was, it was somebody else's field, so he couldn't just steal the treasure. He, he had to buy the field in order to have legal right to the treasure. And uh, I gave the analogy of how in sports that happens all the time. These sports teams they recruit and pull out all of the best talent out of inner cities, and and uh, but they never those sports teams never invest any money back into the city from which they're taking all of this talent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then I talked about how the same thing goes in, on in churches, ministries who come into the city. Build that ministry based upon on talent, gifts and talents, <laughs> and never invest in back into the lives of those people. They just simply use them to build their ministry, uh, and that's stealing the treasure because the principle is you must buy the field. That's what gives you the legal access. In other words, you got to invest in people's lives, and that we realize that all this time. What's been happening all these years is that God was requiring of us. The reason why we stayed small uh, and all of that was because God was requiring of us to uh, do the same thing. He kept us small, which was hiding the treasure, and he uh, and he called he required of us to invest in people's lives. And uh, I shared that with everybody there, especially when I said that you know for all of us who have been. Just investing in people's lives over the years, Our ministries haven't grown, and that's what I actually said to them. So your ministries haven't grown; it's remained small, but you've just been pouring into people's lives and teaching and and uh, and, uh, and intervention, and staying up with people, and praying and intercession, and all of that. But God sent us here to encourage you that all you've been doing all this time has been buying the field and and the final transaction is about to be made and you will be owner of the land of the field and you will and all of this battling with the enemy all that stops because the enemy will no longer have legal right to that land you will be the legal owner and therefore you have the right to the treasure mm-hmm. <laughs> right. oh my god so there were so many tears. Oh my God, people start crying there's tears and everything everywhere, uh, sharing that. So kind of been sharing that repeatedly. We had it spilled over into Sunday. Uh, we repeated it to everybody on that came Sunday. Uh, that was, it was again very extremely encouraging. And so that was just such an encouraging word over the weekend. I put it in today's midweek connection. Um, my brother, Bishop, uh, got so excited. <laughs> When he read it, he sent this one long well he talks in long sentences anyway, but he actually sent the word of it to said yes and amen, and then he proceeded to say this one long sentence that if you read it, you would have to take a you have to gasp for breath at the end of reading it out loud <laughs> and said, "Oh wow, that word really encouraged him. he was so excited, but um, we're and so that's kind of where we are still tonight, that uh, all of this, what we're doing, is it's like we're making our final payments, uh, uh, and it's not to well, earn the favor of God, that's, it's not that, but it's just the kingdom of God principle, uh, mm-hmm. that you don't just uh, come into a town, you don't come into a city, or you don't just come into somebody's life, and, and partake of the treasure of that life or that city, that family or anything without investing in them first. You invest. Right. It, you don't have the right. And I, I actually mentioned, God had me to say, uh, that the, the reason why revival hasn't come to Harrisburg and even, and been sustainable is because people been coming in stealing. They come in and steal the treasure and they never invest. And it's happening. Actually, I mentioned it, it happens in cities all over the United States. Mm-hmm. where People come in, and I call—I I didn't say it, to it, say it that way Saturday, but I call it like you know—they come by and do it, come in and do a drive-by, a drive-by shooting. Come in and you know collect collect offerings and and you know have what they call revival week-long conferences, revivals, meetings, whatever they want to call it. And just collect donations, and and skip me gone. They out. They came in, stole the treasure. Literally, not even just the finances, but they steal people's confidence. They steal uh, uh, people's understanding of the word of God. They've, we've experienced where there's been a stealing of the of what genuine prophetic ministry really is. They've stolen it. Uh, and so, when we first moved here, there were people that are absolutely terrified at the thought. Of receiving a prophetic word and of course that was strange to us to come from a place where prophetic words are given all the time both corporately and personal words and so to come to a city where people would just I mean and I thought maybe it was just isolated to a, a denomination or two but it didn't matter uh, everywhere we would go people were like really really frightened at getting a real getting a genuine word of God and I even had another pastor confirm this, over this past weekend, uh, Pastor Joe Green, our, my brother from another mother, <laughs> and, and he talked about how a young man came in his church, a big, heavy, big, big guy, uh, muscle-bound guy. Took Spirit of God moved on him real strong one Sunday, and uh, he just broke down and started crying and, and uh, just uncontrollable. And he said he later found out the, guy, the Holy Spirit moved on him so strong that he cried all the way home from church that day. And then he said, but then he never came back. Never came back to church. Uh, and so Joe happened to run across his path and, you know, talk to him and say, you know, but why didn't you ever come back? And he's like, well, I'm scared. I don't, I don't, I don't you know, I, I didn't know how to handle that. And, and so I was, I was scared to ever come back again. And are like, what? <laughs> so he asked me if that had happened to us here in Harrisburg. I'm like, dude, that's what I've been talking about the whole time we've been here. <laughs> People come and have a genuine experience with God and then they never come back and and some of them they're afraid they've been taught all kinds of things about the holy spirit Uh, uh, one thing that we've been told is that people have had their business told you know uh, by quote these prophets which is really familiar spirits because you know the prophetic is not about reading people's mail out loud in public and telling all their personal business so they hear these words, they hear, they, they come and they've experienced God, and they're so frightened because of what well, my point is because of the thieves that have come in and, uh, and misrepresented God. They've stolen the treasure, and the treasure really is the, the genuine manifestation of the kingdom of God uh, in a person's heart, or in a person's home, or in a community, in a city. Um, and we're very, we're, this is awesome to watch how God is genuinely establishing uh, uh, this, whatever this incredible explosion or tidal wave, tsunami, whatever this is, the only way we know how to put it is that uh, Carol keeps saying, keeps saying it this way, that God has gone before us. Things have already been in place for years and that's what we're encountering where things have been in place for years. We've been We've been um, investing in the land for years. God has brought people here from all different parts of the world for years. Um, and it's like uh, everything's in place, all the people are in place, and now it's literally just the calm before the storm there's the how did uh, Tracy put it Sunday you, you can smell the rain you can, the clouds are in the wind is blowing you can smell the rain in the wind we're just there we're just right there ready oh man I feel like I'm doing, I'm going on and on somebody else talk ooh, ooh, that's
2: awesome. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: just absorbing it all
0: that was awesome. wow oh man uh, and um Tracy surprised us. You sent an email of a prophetic word that I gave years and years and years ago. (laughs) Oh, my God, I even remember that word. And she happened to drop it in the email today, a a word that we released upon the church family. But she sent it back to us. She's been doing that a lot lately. She's been echoing Mm -hmm. uh, things that we have said and, and sending it back at us. Uh, do you happen to have that with you tonight? You can read it to everybody. Uh, in the meantime, Carol, can you just share a little bit about the uh, God going before us while Tracy's looking it up?
2: Um, we, I was, we were just, I was praying, I, I, I was praying about, well, about us for the ministry um, and for us personally, and the Lord brought to my mind a story about the woman at the well. Um, and, you know, everybody knows the story about the woman at the well, but he, he brought it to me from another perspective. He said, he, he, so he said, he said to me, Jesus was already there. She went to the well, even though she went to the well for, for you know, uh, natural water, what she really needed was already waiting for her when she got there. Ooh. And that's how he, and that's what he does for us. When we are, when we, there are, there are, and we have been talking about times of gathering. That, that now God is, this is a season for gathering. He's, he's bringing all of the pieces together, all of the people together um, that he had, that he had put into place here for years. Um, but he's shown how, he's now he's showing us how he's been going before us, how he's been laying things out, how he has been orchestrating uh, things for the kingdom of God and, and moving on our behalf so that as we continue to follow him, as we continue to, to say what we hear him saying, do what we see him doing without hesitation. Um not being disobedient to what, how he's leading and directing that when we, when we go to find what we need, when we go to get what we need, he's already there. He has already set it up. He's all, he has already, ha- he already has what we need. I I've I've been, the Lord's been having me to pray, um, the prophetic words that's come to us Um, um, we've been you know of course praying what the Lord had me to go through and read through the books and to take out all the prayers and pray those but he's also been uh, um, uh, he had me to read the last prophetic word that came to us when we were in St. Louis and when I because I was was preparing for today and I've been praying um I saw that part of the prophetic word that had been given, uh,
1: let
2: me see. Uh, Uh, It was a part of the uh, prophetic word that came to me. Um, No longer shall you attempt to explain in your spirit your worth, your value, or your purpose, for I go before you, and as you simply do what I tell you to do, I will speak even as I spoke concerning my son when he came out of the waters of Jordan. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And that's what he has been doing. He's He has gone before us. He has, and it's like, and it's, we're walking into people's lives, but it's, 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 it's already been. He has already gone before us. He has already given us his favor, so that when we come into people's lives, they receive us. Uh, they listen. They take heed. Um, it's it's not just blown off. Um, so it's 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 <laughs> just been exciting.
0: Yeah, and we don't take it for granted either <laughs> when it happens, <laughs> not at all, uh, when it happens now, we don't take it for granted. It's, it's, it's very much uh, like Lord we saw. So marvelous see. in our eyes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, before we pray tonight's prayer, Tracy, did you find that word?
1: I sure did. We used to ask the Lord if people would ever respond to the voice of the Lord through our ministry by the way we saw them respond in our bishop's ministry. God just used you to shout a reverberating yes. And now as your leaders, we declare the word of Lord, the Lord over your life. Your jar of wool will not run out. You will not eat a final meal and then just die. The Lord shall sustain you in a supernatural way. The same way God used you to sow into our lives, now others from unexpected places will sow into your life. You know how to give, but now God shall teach you how to receive. This act of faith has caused a major breakthrough for you. The wall has been bashed in and a huge gaping hole is there. Abundance is pouring through it on your behalf. Blessings that has been upheld for years are already being released on your behalf. We declare the word of the Lord over you right now. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You will wonder how you are making it. It will not be a mere survival. You will see abundance. You thought you would have to work harder or get a promotion to see this kind of increase, but you have responded in faith to God. Preachers manipulate people to try to get them to do what you just did. By your giving, it was not just for us, but it was for the plan of God in this region. Your act of obedience set in motion a chaining reaction of blessing for all of fruitful life and those who are yet to come into this ministry. This is now a sweet memorial unto the Lord and is a part of the foundation of this ministry. You release blessing for yourself, for your son, and for your daughter. Acts of kindness and favor will come upon them from this day forth. They will walk and live in the abundant favor of the Lord, even your grandchildren shall reap their benefit of what you have given to the Lord. Like the little boy who gave Jesus his two fish and five loaves, what you have given shall bless and feed thousands. You are blessed. Your name shall be associated with blessing and favor. God in the Spirit changes your name to highly favored and abundantly blessed. The pain of the past and the tears of the many years are being washed away. You shall testify of these things with a smile on your face and joy in your heart. All the bitter taste will be removed. It will be a distant memory. You will literally pour out blessings to others from their overflow. Finances will be the least of your concerns. You will owe no man nothing except love, and it shall be a debt you will gladly and willingly pay. I wish you could hear the shout from heaven. I hear the voices of many angels of the Lord who have been in and out of your life that's surrounding you and your children. They call out to the Lord and call out to you. This one is highly favored. This one is blessed of the Lord. I hear them shouting to you so you can believe what they see and know about you. I hear them shouting, abundance, abundance, abundance. Mm -hmm. The waters and blessings are pouring through that hole in the wall that has just been bashed through. They are directing the streams toward you and shouting, abundance, abundance, abundance. And no demon can stop it this time. No divination can detour it. No depression can delay it. No doubts can destroy it. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain and it's pouring into your life right now. This is the word to you this day from the Lord of Hosts who fights for you. We love you and are honored to serve. Dr. Pastor Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Praise God.
0: Praise God.
1: But originally you sent it on Monday, May 5th,
0: 2008.
1: Good. 2008.
0: 2008. Wow. Yes. In, in, almost eight years ago. I've been trying ago. to
1: find this email. When I found it, on the, like, oh gosh, I finally found it. I was so happy.
0: Almost mm-hmm. eight years ago. So. Yes.
1: Good.
0: Oh, my Lord. That's amazing. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
2: Those
1: are your words you, now. Abundance, abundance,
0: abundance. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I feel like it's also necessary to, to release that in the atmosphere again for for everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lord has us praying this prayer each week and, re- and rehearsing it. Um, one of the gentlemen that spoke Saturday, he was recalling the story of Mike Bickle, the guy who started the House of Prayer in Kansas City the uh, International House of Prayer and uh, Mike was uh, God was giving him better understanding about this whole thing about making these declarations and decrees because many people are are doing this stuff and they're making it up out of their own imagination and it's really not decrees and declarations that God has given them they're just saying stuff
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: uh, God made it clear to Mike Bickle and Mike said these words back to God. He said, So oh God, what you're telling me is that you want me to tell you what you tell me to tell you.
1: <laughs> that was
0: awesome. Yeah. And God said, Yeah, that's it exactly. I want you to tell me what I tell you to tell me. Okay. Too many people are just telling God stuff. And I, no, that's not the way it works we tell him what he tells us to tell him
2: (laughs) that'll preach right there
0: yes it will (laughs) and so that's really what this prayer time has Mm -hmm. been about each week when we gather on this call where God spoke these things to us so now we're speaking it back to him but it's Mm -hmm. what he told us to tell him (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. what he told us to declare it's what he told us to release um It's kind of like what uh, we were
1: saying on Sunday. Remember about Joshua going around, kept going around the city, marching, marching, marching?
0: Yeah. Yep. Because all of those those are steps of obedience. It's always an obedience to God. And uh, Mm -hmm. just none of this is self-initiated. We didn't come up with a, a plan of how we're going to overcome in this season. God gives us the plan. God gives us the instructions. He even gives us the words to say. Um, okay. And we we do what he says, and we do it the way he says it, and we'll get the results that he says we're going to get. And there's something, because now I think about it, even in the case of Joshua and the children of Israel at Jericho, they didn't know the walls were going to come down. God didn't say these walls were going to come down. All he did was give them instructions. Yeah, <laughs> walk walk around the city once don't say a word every day and then the seventh day walk around seven times and then after the seventh time then shout but they did not know what was going to happen all they knew was just to do what God said to and so that's Mm -hmm. how we've been trying to lead all these years Um, we've been trying Mm -hmm. to be very careful to not tell people what God's going to do because we don't know what he's going to do Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that preachers make sermons out of it. They make teaching series out of it that if you say this and if you declare that, then God's going to do this and God's going to do that. This ain't no formula. This is <laughs> not a formula.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a relationship with him. And the thing is, we're just acting in obedience to him. And and whatever it is that he has in mind, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be very careful to not try to instruct instruct God you know he said that to Joe hey I'm like hold up I wish I had never been born I cursed him like, hey hey hold up dude where was you when I created everything <laughs> you know and so we got way too much of that where we're dictating and telling God what he what he do what he should do how he should do it when he should do it uh, what he and did I, you complete. know and Yeah, and we use the scripture, God said, put me in remembrance of my my word. Well, his word is, if you love me, you're going to do what I say, Mm -hmm. not tell me what to do.
2: (laughs) Amen.
0: And I started preaching tonight, oh my Lord. (laughs) Go
2: ahead, go ahead. ahead.
0: Uh, So, uh, let's get to that. Let's, uh, Carol, let you, as usual, lead us in the... In the prayers and proclamations that God has given us.
2: Uh, okay. Recognizing that our fight is not against flesh and blood, political parties, activist groups, or social movements, we stand here in the gap for our families. With the spiritual weapons of prayer, praise, worship, and the word of God, we declare that we are not afraid of our spiritual enemies. We remember you, Lord, great and awesome, as we fight for our brothers and sisters, our sons and daughters, our spouse and our household. According to the promise in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that accuses us in judgment, we will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our vindication is from you, Lord. So, Father God... We receive your grace, favor, protection, and wisdom. And we thank you for giving your angels charge over us and our families to keep us in all of our ways. In Jesus' name. Lord, may all who are called to be part of this special work be anointed right now. And may we be empowered to do your will, O God. May we each be strengthened to overcome every hindrance and every detour that the enemy has always been able to throw in our path. May the cycles of defeat, discouragement, depression, and doubt broken over every heart and every home right now. We declare that we are now set free to do all that we need to do and obtain all that we need to obtain in the authority of Jesus Christ, we pray. From this day forth, we will stop allowing the disappointments of the past to hinder us from embracing the destiny you have set before us. Lord, help us to consistently live in your presence and in the power of your spirit, O God. Help us not to limit you by our fear, sin, low expectations, or distractions. Continuously fill us afresh with your power. Cause us to defeat the spirit of Amalek that comes against us, our families, our businesses, ministries, and finances, in Jesus' name. Lord, help us to continue to connect with people of humility that really want you, the ones who would dare to step out of their comfort zones, leave religious bondage, walk out of their personal prisons, and receive all that you have stored up for them people who will receive the priority of the presence and word of God in their hearts and homes, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for for doing so. Lord, we thank you for showing us our way, the place where you make room for us. Lord, thank you for making a way for us, O God. You are our only source, and we thank you for making a way out of no way. We thank you for the provision of people and resources. We lift our hands our hearts and our lives to you in jesus name we declare that the blood of jesus christ has given us authority over satan's ability no word of witchcraft sorcery doubt or depression will take over our minds emotions bodies or will we nullify all plans that bring conflicts and confrontational incidents designed to prevent us from hearing the word of god and receiving the impartation of the Holy Spirit that makes us free. We break generational curses and spiritual influences that manifest every time we stand in breakthrough. We are free in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Lord, we receive your promotion, presence, provision, protection, and purpose for our lives. According to Ephesians 1, Fifteen through twenty-one, fill us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, and cause the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened. Father, we agree with you in these things, in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. We pray, Amen. Oh, wow.
3: Amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. So maybe if you know the words of that song, can you share some of the lyrics of uh, the?
3: Oh my Lord or? Okay.
1: The lyrics
2: are, standing on this mountaintop, looking
1: just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you were with us. Kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory was your power in us. Scars and struggles on
2: the way, but with joy our hearts can say, yes, our hearts can say, never once did we ever walk alone. Never once did you leave us on our own. You are faithful, God. You are faithful. Scarlet, uh that's just a repeat. And then, um, never once did we ever walk alone, carried by your constant grace, held within your perfect peace. Never once, no, we never walk alone. Um, you are faithful, God.
3: You are faithful. Standing on this mountaintop Looking just how far we've come Knowing that for every step You were with us Kneeling on this battleground Seeing just how much you've done Knowing every victory Was your power in us Scars and struggles on the Yes, our heart
0: Okay. All right. God bless. Thank you, guys. Everybody. All right. Have an awesome. Thank you. Awesome evening. Awesome week. And uh, this is our final call. We're gonna do this all, you know, all of them uh, Wednesdays in in uh, February, and uh, we might pick up again in March. I'll let you know just in case. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. This has been so very necessary. And as you can, as you've heard each week, we've had a testimony every week. And so uh, we're we're just uh, looking forward to seeing what God has already done. I can't even say what he's going to do. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's already done in each and every one of our lives. All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right.
2: Love you, guys. Good night. Love you. Love you, too. Good night.